COVID Chronicles episode. So we are not in the studio. Asha is not here. It took us 45 minutes. <laughs> Absolutely. Without Absolutely her. Did. We need Asha, y'all. Hashtag, where's Asha? Asha, where you at, girl? Because <laughs> we miss you. We miss you, sis. We about to give her a mask and some hand sanitizer. Like, look. <laughs> we need an adult. We need an adult. <laughs> Uh, an adult and a millennial who knows how to use technology. <laughs> so, so, guys, welcome to the Mary and Martha podcast, where we gather weekly to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. Yes. And you know what? Jesus said that women were special. That comes glad- mic. Oh, whoops. <laughs> See, Jesus said that Keisha was special and uh, Keisha has shown it to you all. So Amen. he said he loved us and I am glad because I am not worthy. But yes. he said we're worthy, we're dignified, and we are qualified to walk in the glory he placed before us. So we're thankful that you're here to join us on this uh, <laughs> reversion <laughs> back to my God. <laughs> We After just- we, this is just so funny that we were just talking about the fact that we were not going back to such a thing. But here we are, humbled, you know the humbled Lord before laughed. the Lord. He laughed at us like humbled. <laughs> we, we did humbled. Say that on the podcast like we were not going back. The studio is our friend. Like and now we're here. But you know what? It's OK. Since we're, we're still here on Thursdays. We still want to bring you guys the Mary and Martha Ness. Are you looking at me like I need to look at my phone? The Mary and Martha Ness every Thursday. Um, or come hang out with us on Instagram at Mary and Martha Podcast or email us at Mary and Martha Podcast at gmail.com. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all petty like me. <laughs> Let me tell y'all how I'm, I'm going to just pray for the, uh, listen, I got to pray for all of y'all. I got to pray for everybody because I love it. It's petty. We got some petty emails this week. Like, yes, sis, I feel seen. We got some petty DMs. Like, yes, sis, I feel seen. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Wait a minute now. That y'all, y'all my peoples. That's why, you know, it's speed of the leader, speed of the team. And, you know, we have our petty moments. I'm praying for y'all. I'm praying for you. We better than that. We better than that, y'all. <laughs> we, we can forgive the people. Okay? Oh, y'all. Anyway, you know what? Accountability. Let's go into church announcements for the week. Look here. Uh, here are these week's church announcements. Wash your hands. Keep your hands off your face. Social distance, six feet away. Stop watching uh, the daily updates from this foolish man who sits in the White House. And stay prayed, stay prayed up. I hope y'all are drinking water and orange juice and ginger tea. 
Okay. Mm, ginger tea sounds good yes, right now. Ginger root tea. Get the ginger root from the uh, African market. We ain't going nowhere. Or the Jamaican market. From Amazon. You can, you can, from Amazon. Girl, what? <laughs> that ginger ain't going to do nothing for you. Okay. Go to the foreign market. You can't go out the house. Get right the now. ginger root, boil it, drink it a cup every morning. I promise you, your broken foot will be healed. <laughs> All right. Cramps going to go away. <laughs> And uh, no, but for real, y'all stay safe. That's our church announcements for this week. Stay safe. Please stay prayed do. up. Stay sane. And we praying for the extroverts. Yeah, I'm struggling. I know y'all not struggling. making it. Y'all not making it. <laughs> I had to. I had to go outside today because, like, I have to be outside at least for an hour every day. It has been raining like crazy today in the DMV. That's why I didn't go outside because it was raining. I went outside and I felt so cooped up. That I took my car out of my garage and jumped rope in my garage because I was like, I have to be outside in the air. And then I like got in my car, drove around the block, came back, and then started studying for this episode. Y'all, it's real. Y'all. And you know what? I am one of the blessed people who actually have a house, um, somebody in here with me because shout out to all of you guys who are by yourselves in isolation. Um, we are definitely praying for you guys because I cannot imagine how that is right now with no body to like touch. Like it's different talking to people, but like having somebody you can like touch and just, oh, you're here. Okay. We're both great. So I'm one of the blessed ones, but I still can't, I don't know how I'm going to do this for the whole month of April. Okay. God will see, God will see us through. God will provide. So why don't we talk about, so is that your Mary or Martha moment today? Yeah, that's my, I've been in a cage, but you know the lord so what so what would you classify that as a merry moment or a martha moment it it was a crazy moment so like i um i needed to be in my bible and that's a part of the problem so i should have been in my bible but you know sometimes you just have to like get out the house Mm -hmm. but i actually let me go back i will say my martha slash merry moment this week was um we actually took in my goddaughter and her sister for the weekend Mm -hmm. to give her mom a break her mom's a single mom their mom's a single mom and I was like, you know what? Y'all going to get killed in this house. Let me just, you know, give your mom a break. So we had a great time in quarantine together. And I happily gave them back because two kids in quarantine are just not the business. So shout out to all you moms out there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy with my cat, Zamunda. (laughs) Zamunda, who made an appearance on live. (laughs) Zamunda and Marley both made appearances on live today. Oh, y'all missed live, too. Because Zamunda is a hater. And Zamunda was like, oh, Marley made it on live? (laughs) Oh, I'm trying to be on live. Meow, meow, (laughs) meow. This is how I know you've gone crazy. This is I know you've gone crazy. All right. Well, let me talk about my merry moment for this week. Um, and really, it's not this week. It was technically last week. Okay. And it was the fact that I record. I was a guest on the Real Moms 2 podcast. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yes. How was it? It was wonderful. I had a good time. I, you know, you know. My father has gifted me the gift of gab because they also told me that that was their longest episode. Oh, Lord. (laughs) So apparently every time I go on somebody else's podcast, I just be chit-chatting to the day end. But I went on the Real Moms 2 podcast and I talked about um, the importance of estate planning. Mm, And it was was really fun. Uh, And shout out to um, Saya and Alana. And I had a great time with them. And, um, you know, 
honestly that that's something that's important, especially for this time. Yeah. Um. So whether or not you're a parent, if you go and listen to the Real Moms Two, that's T O O episode on estate planning that I guested on, you'll get some good information that uh that I think will be helpful. And I had a really good time with them. My sister came over, and she um she was with Marley while I was there. And then Marley got hungry on the end, so they got to meet Marley via Zoom. Because Marley was like, "Uh, Mom, it's been long enough. Uh, I'd like food now, please. Thank you you very much. Thank you very much. Why are you playing with me? Yeah, I did my eyebrows. I I did my eyebrows. I, you know, washed my face. I took, like, a shower before I went on the podcast. I wanted to feel like I was going somewhere. Yeah, no, I feel you. So it was my internet date with the two of them but yeah we had a great time um and i really enjoyed talking with them so that was my merry moment nice and actually you know what that makes me uh have a question so how many of you guys who are teleworking currently take showers and put on clothes to telework so um well today and yesterday i did put on jeans because i wanted to see if i can still fit into my jeans and I could. Wait, <laughs> you think that the little bit of time you've been home, you're worried you can't wolf in your jeans? You never How know. have you been eating? The devil is busy. My God. So, my God. luckily I can fit into my jeans, so we're good. But, like, uh, hit us up if you actually put on clothes and shower um, when you telework. And, actually, we'll put a poll in our Yeah, we'll do a poll. Media, I, wanna... I will tell you that one of the things that uh, my friends told me when I was going on maternity leave was, like, Take a shower every day. So in the like, it's one of my like requirements. Like in the morning, it has to be in the morning. I take a shower and I do my sixty second washing of my face. If I don't do mm-hmm. that, like my day is just like, girl, what are, what are you doing? And see, I've been trying to be intentional about breaking up my day. So what I'll do is I will go work out at twelve thirty every day. So like everybody knows now, from twelve thirty to one thirty, like I'm not in no meetings. Don't call me nothing because I'm going to be working out because. I need to break up the monotony of the day. So normally I'll take a shower at about two. But, I mean, I'm clean when I wake up. Mm. Are <laughs> Don't you? Don't look at me like that. Are I ain't been you? nowhere. I've been in a house. I mean. Okay. I'm just saying. So. Okay. Speaking of being in the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why don't we go to the group chat? <laughs> it's brought to you by uh, the book of Joshua. And one of my favorite girls, Rahab. So, little disclaimer. I've actually um, preached a message at Zion Church. Shout out, Pastor Keith Battle. Back in August, called Cabin Fever Faith. So, what I want to do is talk a little bit about Cabin Fever using this passage. Because we we hear it a lot, but we don't think about it within the context of having Cabin Fever. So, um, we're going to jump right into Joshua 2. Um, so actually, let me give you guys some context. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But Rahab was a woman who lived in Jericho. She was a prostitute. Theologians believe that she was also an innkeeper. So she owned a hotel. That's why men were coming in and out. So shout out to my girl. She was an entrepreneur. So she um, had a house. It was built into the wall of Jericho. And... Um, she we're gonna pick right up when two men came into her house. So uh Joshua two um one. 
Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two men as spies from Acacia Grove saying, go and scout the land, especially Jericho. So they left and they came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and they stayed there. Um, Jumping to um, verse 8. Before the men fell asleep, she went on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land and the terror of you has fallen on us for everyone who lives in this land is panicking because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two Amorite kings you completely destroyed across the Jordan. When we heard this, we lost heart and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is the God in heaven above and on earth below. Now please swear to me by the Lord that you will also show kindness to my father's family because I show kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father, mother, brothers, sisters, and all who belong to them and save us from death. The men answered her, we will give our lives for yours. If we, if you don't report our mission, we will show kindness and faithfulness to you when the Lord gives us this land. And she let them down by a rope through the window. since so she lived in a house that was built into the wall of the city. Go to the hill country so that the men pursuing you won't find you. She said, hide there for three days until they return after and afterwards go on your way. The men said to her, we will be free from this oath you made us swear unless when we enter the land, you tie the scarlet cord to the window through which you let us down. Bring your father, mother, brothers, and all your father's family into the house. If anyone goes out the doors of your house, his death will be his own fault and we, he will, we will be innocent. But if anyone with you in the house should be harmed, his death will be our fault. And if you report our mission, we are free from the oath you made us swear. Let it be as you say, she replied, and she sent them away. So Rahab, um, like, I, like I said before, she had a house in the wall. She knew that Jericho was going to get destroyed. She knew that because of everything she heard from people coming in and out of her house. So I said she owned an inn. People have been coming in, and of course people talk, like, Everybody talks, especially when you hear about an army like Israel, who is going in, destroying all these huge major cities and these major kings. Um, So she, you know, our faith comes by hearing. And she had heard about everything they had done. And she knew that these were the two people to talk to if she wanted to, you know, let's make a deal. So our deal is you keep me and my whole family safe. And I will help you while you're on your mission to destroy this city. So that's what we normally hear. Mm -hmm. What we don't normally think about is the fact that Rahab has this promise that she makes to the spies in Joshua 2 and they agree to it. But the walls of Jericho don't come tumbling down until Joshua 6. In fact, in in, in chapter 6, they talk about the Israelites going around the city of Jericho once a day. And on the last day they went around seven times and then the walls came tumbling down. Um, Jericho, I'm sorry, uh, Joshua six twenty two says, Joshua said to the two men who had scouted out the land, go to the prostitute's house and bring the woman out of there and all who are with her, just as you swore to her. So the young men who had scouted out went and brought out Rahab and her father, mother, brothers, and all who belonged to her. They were in that house for three chapters. And in chapters three, four, and five, um, Israel had done a whole lot. Like the, the, the sea was parted again. 
they had crossed the Jordan. Um, there were stones that they set up. They got circumcised. There was all kinds of stuff that happened. And if you actually read three, four, and five, it tells you three days later, two days later, a week later. So you can tell this was a long time. They were yep. stuck in there for at least three weeks. So God made them a promise and they had to sit. They couldn't mm-hmm. move. They couldn't get out. And it was a whole rack of them because they, they named at least five other people, mother, father, brother, sister, Rahab, and their family. So even if each of them, even if the brother and the sister had one child, <laughs> that's at least seven people in that, in that house that's built on the wall. Yes. Kind of like how we are now. Just a little bit like how we are. Just a wee bit. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, if they stepped outside, they faced sudden destruction. Now, it's not like we have a situation where if we step outside of our house, we're going to immediately melt away. But just know the pressure that they felt to stay in, the pressure that they felt to keep God's promise, the the pressure that they felt to be obedient is the same pressure that we're feeling today. God made them a very specific promise that they will be spared if they stay in. Are, can you stay in? Are you able to keep your faith even though you don't know how long it's going to take until you get to the point where you actually receive the promise? Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. no time limit on how long it was going to take. We often picture the story about of, you know, God made Rahab the promise. Her family came. And the next day, the walls came tumbling down. Nah. Like, and the thing about it, they spent seven days watching the Israelites just circle around the city of Jericho. So if I'm Rahab's sister, I'm going to look at her like she's a little crazy in the first two weeks. Like, Rahab, first of all, how you get from being a a prostitute (laughs) to talking about you done met the Lord? And now you want me to stay in here? All right, I'm going to go with you for a couple of days. But on day 14, I may be like, hold up, I'm girl. like, uh, sis, sis. <laughs> you, you sure you heard the Lord? <laughs> Where's this promise? Where's this promise you spoke of? <laughs> Where's this? Right. Because I, I, at this point, I'm like, it's not showing up. I'm getting restless. Especially mm-hmm. when I now see the Israelites outside of my window. And all they're doing is walking around. Like, sometimes we get into situations where... God has made us a promise and we can see him, but we have no idea what he's doing. Like God, what you like for real? I see you. I see your hand. I see you moving. But what in the world are you doing? Why are you just spinning around in circles? Mm -hmm. But it's up to us to still trust, even when it looks like all he's doing is walking around in circles. And then much less on that last day, because I'm sure when Rahab's sister saw them come again, um, on that last day and she's like oh y'all gonna spin around a couple different times and she saw them march around seven times and on the seventh time they started yelling like it looked like chaos but it was really God's plan when everything looks like chaos when when everything looks like God has no idea what he's doing um, when you're when the walls start falling down in your life are you still going to trust him because the thing is their house was built into the wall and what came tumbling down the wall wall. (laughs) so that wall sis (laughs) (laughs) so imagine being in that house seeing the israelite army walk around seven times hearing the horns hearing the yells 
seeing the wall shake around you and you having to stay put. Like you cannot move or you're going to die because what the promise was is they cannot move until somebody comes out and gets them. So when everything's shaking, when everything's crumbling, can you still hold on to God's promise? And I don't think a lot of us, um, a lot of us feel like we can, but practically speaking, we kind of get like how I was today. Like, look, (laughs) stay in the house. No, I got to go outside. No, I got to breathe. No, I need to go around the block. And God is like, girl, I got you. You just need to stay exactly where I need you to be. I know you have cabin fever. I know your faith is in a point as at a point where you're like, all right, God, I'm going stir crazy being in the same spot. But if you are obedient to me, I got you. So, y'all, in this situation, in, in these times where we're all kind of stuck in the house right now, where we're quarantined, we have to remember that God's promises are still true no matter what. And as long as we keep our eye on him and as long as we keep listening to him, him and Keisha's hype, then we, <laughs> then we. How <laughs> <laughs> you going to call me out like that? Because uh, you were paying attention to me. <laughs> then we know that God, that God ha- has us. So let me give you guys three steps. <laughs> to you how rude. To, to how to survive <laughs> cabin fever. So step one, count your blessing. Mm-hmm. When you're in a situation where you feel like, you know, your faith is in cabin fever mode, you got to count all the great things that are going on. So we always talk about gratitude and really gratitude will change your attitude. So in my particular situation right now, yes, I may be stuck in the house, but guess what? One, I have a job where I can actually telework. That is a blessing in and of itself. You're salaried and you're still being paid. Exactly. Two, I'm in a house that is not a small house and where I have food, amenities, I can control the temperature. I'm not stuck in the house with somebody who's abusive. I'm not stuck in the house with somebody who's being mean to me, um, except for Zamunda. But it's, you know, but I'm in a really great, comfortable situation. Even though I'm ready to get out, I have to really count my blessings and recognize that um, it will get better as long as I really dive deep into gratitude. Amen. So the second one is make a plan. So a lot of times we say, you know, when we make plans, God laughs. I'm not saying change God's promise or change God's plan, but in the wait, you have to do something to to really fill your time with and be productive. So mm-hmm. For me, my plan is, all right, let me really get my schedule um, for the for today and let me not be so burned out by work, because for me, I can wake up at 730 and start get on my work computer and keep working from 730 to eight, like 8 p.m. (laughs) Yep. So it's really building in that time, building in that plan so I don't burn out, because if I just work from 7 30 a.m to 8 p.m i'm gonna really get a little stir crazy in this house because i don't have a plan so when your faith is in that same situation look at what the promise is the promise that god has has already given you and really kind of plot out what you're going to do in the meantime and Mm -hmm. it really could be just as simple as i want to get closer to god so he can really and truly direct my path but 
Number two is you have to have a plan. And number three, when you when you're feeling cabin fever, um, you really need to lean into those people who can help talk you through it. You really need to have your community locked and loaded and ready to go and being honest with them about how you're feeling. So our community is important because God really shows up through people. Yes, he does. If you feel like, you know, God, I'm really stuck in this place and I, you know, everything looks dark around me. Why haven't you changed anything? A lot of times a good friend will put things in a perspective. Amen. Because they'll see things that you don't. So like, for example, today, um, I had to remember that I have people around me who will talk to me. I'm an extrovert. I'm going crazy right now. But guess what? Technology will give me people on FaceTime like the beautiful Shakisha Morgan, who I'm looking at right now. So Don't try to play me. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to remember to check in with your community, check in with those friends. And not just check in, but like connect meaningfully yeah. together. Yeah. Because now you're not wasting time together. You're actually like, I don't know if you've noticed, like, but if you, if you're reaching out to friends at this time, sometimes your the connection is more meaningful now because it yeah. matters to you. And you're probably not reaching out to people who you don't want to waste time connecting with. Yeah. So you're probably spending more like spending much more meaningful time with people that you want to than wasting time with people you don't want to. Yeah. Cause even if it's like, I'm going to talk to you on the phone or I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to FaceTime you. It is very intentional and specific. So remember yep. um, gratitude, have a plan and tap in and dive deep into your community. So GPC, Always Okay, and we're just gonna end here. All right, thank you, Christina, for that. I mean, I think obviously that's really timely right now because I know, like I said, we praying for y'all extroverts. Mm-hmm. We know y'all going through it, but the truth is that introverts can go really, really deep internally and forget to connect with their community. Hmm. Um, so we're praying for everybody right now yeah. um, on a serious note about what's going on right now in our nation, in our world. Absolutely. Um, just a reminder that the world is much smaller than we think it is. And we're Ooh. all connected together. So, <laughs> yep. Yep. So with that, let's go into our power prayer for the week. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this time. God, we thank you. <sighs> God, we thank you. Because even with all that's going on around us, you have stayed consistent. The craziness in the world today has caused a lot of anxiety and stress um, and negative emotions in our sisters and brothers, God, around the world. And so what we're asking God right now is that um, you would help us to um, anchor ourselves in you. God, we ask that you would help us to use this time wisely Uh, Let's take care of ourselves. Let's spend time with our loved ones. But most importantly, God, let's spend time with you. Uh, Let's dive deep into your word. Let's reconnect with you um, so that we can remember whose we are and who we are, because that informs every other relationship that we have. So God, I ask that in the midst of this craziness, that you would inspire an insatiable thirst for you and your word. Yes, so that when we come out of this, God, that we've that we've changed, mm. that we're not the same people. Um, God, God, have there be something that comes out of this quarantine. Yes, God. Um, 
It's it's like make this a hiding place for you, God. Mm. Make this a refuge for you. We're not holed up at home. We are wrapped in your loving arms because God, wherever you are, we are. Yes, um, wherever we are, you are. And so, God, we just ask that you would help us to remind ourselves that even if there's not someone that's home with us, um, we might be alone, but we're never we're never really alone. We might be by ourselves, but mm. we're never alone. We're always always present with you if we just take the time to notice it so thank you god for the time of solitude with you yes god um that will have us come out uh looking even better and feeling even better than we did when we came in keep us safe at this time uh keep our families safe um and and help us to love one another a little more deeply than we did before in jesus name we pray amen 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 thank you guys for joining us for another episode of mary mark the podcast COVID 19 edition child remember we all have a part to play in the kingdom kingdom of god so like the woman in mark 14 8 do, do what, what you, you can, can. Bye, bye everybody